it is very fashionable and proper to speak about food in all its forms all its colors aromas and tastes but after the food goes through the digestive system when it is thrown out as crap it is no more fashionable to speak about it it's rather revolting i'm a guy who was graduated from bullshit to full shit <laughs> my organization gram vikas which means village development organization was working in the area of renewable energy on most part we were producing biogas biogas for rural kitchens we produce biogas in india by using animal manure which usually in india it's called cow dung but in a gender sensitive person that i am i would like to call it bullshit <laughs> but realizing later on how important was sanitation and disposal of crap in the in a proper way we went into the arena of sanitation 80% of all diseases in india and most developing countries is because of poor quality water and when we look at the reason for poor quality water you find that it is our abysmal attitude to the disposal of human waste human waste in its rawest form finds its way back to drinking water bathing water washing water irrigation water whatever water you see and this cause for 80% of the diseases in rural areas in india it is unfortunately only the women who carry water so for all domestic needs women have to carry water so that is a pitiable state of affairs open defecation is rampant 70% of india defecates in the open they sit there out in the open with the wind on their sails hiding their faces exposing their bases and sitting there in pristine glory yeah 70% of india and if you look at the world total 60% of all the crap that is thrown into the open by indians a fantastic distinction if you i do not know if we indians can be proud of such a distinction <laughs> so we together with a lot of villagers we began to talk how to really address this situation of sanitation and we came together and formed a project called mantra mantra stands for movement and action network for transformation of rural areas so we are speaking about transformation transformation in rural areas village which agrees to implement this project they organize a legal society where the general body consists of all members who elect a group of men and women 
who implement the project and later on who look after the operation and maintenance. They decide to build a toilet and a shower room. And from a protected water source, water would be brought to an elevated water reservoir and piped to all households through three taps. One in the toilet, one in the shower, one in the kitchen. 24 hours a day. The pity is that our cities like New Delhi, Bombay, do not have 24 hours water supply. But in these villages, we want to have. There's a distinct difference in the quality. Well, in India, we have a theory which is very much accepted by the government, bureaucracy, and all those who matter, that poor people deserve poor solutions. And absolutely poor people deserve pathetic solutions. This combined with a Nobel uh, Prize-worthy theory that cheapest is the most economic is the heady cocktail that the poor are forced to drink. We are fighting against this. We feel that the poor have been humiliated for centuries and even in sanitation, they should not be humiliated. Sanitation is more about dignity than about human disposal of waste. And so you build these toilets and very often we have to hear that the toilets are better than their houses and you can see in front is the thatched houses and the others are the toilet. So these people, without a single exception of a family in a village, decide to build a toilet, a bathing room, and for that they come together, collect all the local materials, local materials like rubble, sand, aggregates, Usually a government subsidy is available to meet at least part of the cost of external materials like cement, steel, toilet commode, and they build a toilet and a bathing room. Also, all the unskilled laborers, that is daily wage earners, mostly landless, are given an opportunity to be trained as masons and um, plumbers. So, while these people are being trained, others are collecting the materials. And when both are ready, they build a toilet, a shower room, and of course, also a water tower, an elevated water reservoir. We use the system of two leach pits to treat the waste. From the toilet, the muck comes into the first leach pit, and when it is full, it is blocked and it can go to the next. But we discovered that if we plant banana trees, papaya trees on the periphery of these leach pits, they grow very well because they suck all the nutrients and you get very tasty bananas, papayas. If any one of you come to my place, I would be happy to share these bananas and papayas with you. So you can see the completed toilets, the water towers. This is in a village where most of the people may be even illiterate. 
it is always 24 hours water supply because water gets polluted very often when you store it. A child dips his, his or her hand into it, something falls into it, so no water is stored, it's always on tap. This is how elevated water reservoir is constructed and that is the end product. Because it has to go high and there is some space available, two or three rooms are made under the water tower which is used by the village for different committee meetings. We have had clear evidence of great impact of this program. Before we started, there were, as usual, more than 80% of the people were suffering from waterborne diseases. But after this, we have empirical evidence that 82% on an average among all these villages, 1,200 villages have completed, 82% of the waterborne diseases have come down. Women usually used to spend, especially in summer months, about six to seven hours a day carrying water. And when they went for carrying water, because, as I said earlier, it's only women who carry water there, they used to take their little children, girl children also, to carry water or else to be back at home to look after the siblings. So there was less than 9% of girl children attending school, even if there was a school. And boys, about 30%. But girls, it has gone to about 90%, and boys, almost to 100%. <laughs> the most vulnerable section in a village are the landless laborers who are the daily wage earners. Because they have gone through this training to be masons and plumbers and barbenders, now their ability to earn has increased 300 to 400 percent. So this is a democracy in action because there is a general body, the governing board, the committee, People are questioning, people are governing themselves, people are learning to manage their own affairs. They are taking their own futures into their hands. And that is democracy at the grassroots level in action. More than 1,200 villages have so far done this. It benefits over 400,000 people and it's still going on. And I hope it continues to move ahead. For India and such developing countries, armies and armaments, software companies and spaceships may not be as important as taps and toilets. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.